Recovery is stupendous. Achievable. Hope. Freedom. 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 Empowering. It's unique to everyone. It's a journey, not a destination. Getting a new lease on life. Finding restoration after you fall down. Recovery is having the freedom to enjoy life. For me, it was finding a way to really love myself. My recovery is possible in part because of my own sense of purpose. Welcome to Montana's Peer Network Recovery Talks podcast. I'm Jim Haney. And I'm Andy Daniel. Thanks so much for tuning in to another episode. Andy and I, today, we thought we would talk about our PAL project. That's our peer advocacy and leadership training project. That's our big SAMHSA project. Uh, You may be already familiar with it. You might have been attending many of the uh, virtual trainings we've been putting on over the last year. And if you've been doing that, you would uh, know that there were two of the trainings that we hadn't released for quite a while. And so we thought we would talk about that today. Yeah, one of the ones that we were doing in person before COVID was Intro to Recovery. Uh, Mm -hmm. So... We normally did that in person. It's a four-hour training. And so it took us a little while to get that moved over to a virtual way of doing it. Yeah, exactly. And the intro to recovery, like she said, it's a four-hour training. And it's it's exactly that, an intro to recovery. What is recovery? We talk about uh, people's ideas around it, the concepts, guiding principles, We talk about building a wellness toolbox. And then at the end, we talk a little bit about like the role of peer support. And that training is, again, pretty entry level. It's not a CEU for peer supporters because it's very entry level. And yeah, and we'd always done it in person. In fact, you and I, earlier this year, we were in Missoula. Yeah. Yep. We did it in Missoula in February. Yeah. Yeah, it seems like such a long time ago, doesn't it? Like Like 10 years ago? Yeah, I mean, it's like that was actually this year. Like, anyway, I mean, we used to offer it a lot in person. Of course, now we're in this COVID era, so things are a little bit different. And so that is now virtual. We did offer it as part of our big recovery month, 30 events in 30 days, but... We didn't have any success with it, did we? No, we didn't. Um, it was early on in September, and I think probably not very many people knew about it. Yeah, yeah. If it had been later in the month, we, we probably would have done better. But don't worry. We're bringing it back. Andy, what is the date on that when we're bringing it back? When we're bringing it back. So the next one is October 19th. So that's tomorrow. Excellent. So if you missed it or if you're working on your PAL passport, so if you don't know about the passport, you can go to our website, mtpeernetwork.org, click on Peer Advocacy and Leadership Project, talks all about what's the passport. As you do these different trainings, you're going to get these stickers and you're filling in this passport. So for many people, they're missing these two. So one is Intro to Recovery. The second one is the peer leadership training. And this is something that we developed specifically for this PAL project. Absolutely. And we purposely held this one to September because originally 
we were going to launch it at the recovery conference. That was kind of the original plan was like people would sort of culminate all these, these six trainings and you'd come to the conference and we'd have this peer leadership training. Well, of course, with COVID that didn't work out. So again, we had to convert it online and we did run this one in uh, September and it was a hit. It was a total hit. People showed up, it's, it's two parts. We divided up into the two parts and we should have said that I guess about the insured recovery. That's not four hours continuous, it's, it's split up. So the peer leadership was split up. We had a really good group, lots of good discussion about what uh, leadership looks like, what peer, peer leadership looks like. Those are kind of two different conversations. We also really dive into different um, leadership styles and the levels of leadership. And then we sort of pull all that together and we spend, we spend a, a, a decent amount of time talking about peer leadership in Montana and future action, kind of the, um, the hot button issues that are going on around the state, around uh, in the recovery movement and for peers to get a hold of and participate in and how do you do that and where do you do that. And I could, I could tell by the end of the training and the second day, people were getting fired up. I mean, they were really getting excited and I got a bunch of nice emails right afterwards. People were like, hey, I want to go do this. And they're like emailing me and I could tell like, and that's the intention of it. I mean, it's this, this project, Peer Advocacy and Leadership Training, is really about taking action, right, Andy? Yeah, absolutely. And the next step after you get those six, which, so the peer leadership, I'm just going to go back to the peer leadership the next yeah. training is yeah. November 16th and 17th. Ah. Uh, so, again, you can find that on the website. But once you finish those six trainings that are part of the passport, then the middle circle is, you know, pulling all of that together and taking action. A lot of times we get all fired up, uh, like you said, that you had a bunch of people who are excited after the leadership training. Mm -hmm. And then we lose our momentum if we don't mm -hmm. put that into action right away. Um, mm -hmm. We've seen that with Peer Support 101 and, you know, a lot of other things. And so a big part of this PAL project is that we expect people to take action as a leader or an advocate. And there's a whole list of things that we've come up with that we think earn you that middle circle that includes like if you're not a certified behavioral health peer support specialist yet and you do that that's one of the things you can join a local advisory council you can host some mpn meetings start an affiliate so we've got a whole list of things on the website and that's not necessarily an exhaustive list if if you have something that you think fits into that in advocacy or or leadership just let us know and, you know, we'll decide if that's something that would count for that middle circle and add it to our list. Yeah. You know, just as you were, uh, you were talking there, I, I thought of another one that is, isn't on the list, which is develop an APD. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that would be a good action step, right? Yeah. And, and we, we just, we, we just found out about a brand new advanced psychiatric directive app 
that has come out and and it's so new we haven't even had a chance to download it and like totally check it out i haven't at all i think andy you downloaded it and went through some of it right yeah i downloaded it i started going through the process um i'm going to finish it up so that jim and i can share ours so we know exactly how that works but um it's through samsa and i'll link it in the description here but it looks like it's a really great way to develop that um advanced psychiatric directive and share it and um you know just have it available right there on your phone Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah and that's usually one of the obstacles with apds is you write it out and then what do you do with it right like Mm -hmm. NPN, we had these keychain, these USB keychains made up because we're trying to solve this obstacle. I mean, if you make it up and you put it in a binder or in an envelope and it's at home on a bookshelf somewhere, well, what good does that do you when you're in crisis and it needs to be used, right? So access is like number one. And if we're all carrying our phones around, we're using our phones more and more to share stuff and store it in the cloud and all that, then maybe this app is is another option for people so we're going to check it out and we'll get back to you with an update on how the app works and what we think of it but yeah i mean that was you were going through the list of action steps Mm -hmm. because that's what this project's about we want to give you some education and we also the, the ultimate goal is we want you out there we want you out there doing stuff we're trying to develop peer leaders and so Check out our PAL project at our website, mtpeernetwork.org backslash PAL, or just go to our, what we offer, and you'll see it in the, in the drop-down menu. We're starting year, year two. Yeah, we're this. starting year two. Yep, yep. Another thing I wanted to mention was that we are going into a legislative year. So yes. that's another way to get involved. Of course, we don't know what that looks like <laughs> during mm-hmm. COVID, you know, how much mm-hmm. uh, work they're going to be doing on new bills and that kind of thing. But, mm-hmm. you know, if there's something you're really passionate about, that's an amazing way to be an advocate or a leader is to work on a bill or some other legislative action to sure. improve the, you know, recovery services in the state. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. One of the other things that we have listed there is, um, getting involved with the MPN uh, board of directors or even just one of the committees that we're on. Um, the board of directors are always looking for folks. That's a great way to get more involved and give some of your time back to the organization and the movement. So if you're, if you're so inclined that way, that's another, that's another one. I know the board's looking for, for some folks. So think about that and how you might take action because that's what it's all about. You know, we can't, we can't stay. And we talk about this in the peer leadership training quite a bit. You know, you can, you can go to trainings and you can take classes and you can read books and you can do all the education. But ultimately, to be a leader, you have to take some kind of action. And it just depends on what, you know, what, what your thing is. But that's the key to it, is putting it all to work and making it happen. It's very fulfilling and, you know, even if something like a bill, you know, and it doesn't go your way, uh, say the bill doesn't pass, it, it doesn't matter. The experience, the growth that you gain from the experience is, is well worth it.
And it often takes several legislative sessions to get something sure. passed, right? Sure. Like how sure. how many yeah. times were we doing peer support peer, certification? Peer support. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Three, three, yeah. three sessions. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Lots of ways to get involved. You can be on your local advisory council, you know, and get involved that way. Maybe there's things locally that you'd like to advocate for, for <clears throat> excuse me, or see things changed. So. Yeah, if you want to help us out by facilitating one of our PAL trainings, we will train you to do that. We've got uh, a couple of people outside of MPN right now who have trained to do do. the advanced psychiatric directives training. So, you know, we can set you up to do that in person or online if it's something that you think you're interested in doing. All right. Well, <clears throat> I think that wraps up another episode of Recovery Talks podcast. Again, we're talking about our PAL project. Visit our website or reach out to either Andy or myself. And thanks for uh, tuning in once again. Recovery works and recovery is possible. Recovery works and recovery is possible. Recovery works. Recovery is possible. Recovery is possible. <laughs> recovery works and recovery is possible. Recovery works and recovery is possible. Recovery works and recovery is possible.